Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I want to start today with good news. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this this is even better news because it brings back the music man memories. 76 trombones. Oh, with 110 cornets right behind. Uh, no, never mind. I don't want to sing music, man. I just want to say, what's good news, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is going to return in person this year. And yes, we don't have to have that virtual parade. You're actually going to be able to be street side when the band marches by with the music band. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. You know, a lot of people probably don't know about The Music Man, but it was a film, a musical, uh, back in 1962. <laughs> We've got trouble right here in River City. With the capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. And that also stands for welcome, welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, sure, there's a lot of good news and other more good news that we'll get to today on Chewing the Fat, but I have a new favorite football coach, and I thought I'd share him with you. His name is Jeff Banks. He's a football coach for the assistant, uh, one of the assistants for the University of Texas, and he's up for the Washington State job, but it looks like he might not be able to take it, and now he might be out of the running, actually because uh his i mean he's he's a great coach he's making a million a year he's up for the job he was a former washington state player and he was part of uh nick saban's staff at one time so i mean the guy's got credentials and he's uh you know he's an up and he's one of those up and comers but uh his girlfriend uh, she's a stripper uh here and uh, she also has a uh, a pet. I'm sorry, an emotional support animal, which is her uh, her monkey. And so a lot of times she performs with her monkey and with the coach too, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, so apparently in Washington State, you can't have a pet like that. So if he wants to take the gig... It either has to be a long-distance relationship. I think that would be a tough relationship to be in with a stripper and her monkey. Or she could leave the monkey and, you know, move to Washington State with Jeff. But, you know, you just don't foresee that actually happening. Now, 
I don't know what's happening in Jeff's life, which this what might actually, you know, put him out of the running for the head coach job because uh, when he met the pole assassin, he left his ex, he left his, well, who is now his ex-wife and three kids and, <laughs> and is now with the pole assassin and her monkey so perhaps washington state may be rethinking even just putting his name out there but it's possible you never know and i want him i want him i want him to stay right here in texas because now that i know he's out there with his uh pole assassin and her monkey i mean i'm almost a texas fan i really am all right, I mean, it's enough of that. Anyway, Jeff, good luck. And God bless to you, buddy. It's, we're all with you. We're all rooting for you. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure that the pole assassin needs her emotional support animal. So we got that. So uh, we had the big voting day uh, going on. They're tallying the votes all around the country. Uh, we know that uh, Adams won the mayor's race in New York. That was pretty much uh, that was going to happen. I know everybody, you know, kind of wanted Sliwa, but that was not going to happen. We had Minneapolis vote down the uh, kicking out of the police department. Remember, they were going to come up with the Department of Public Safety. And so they were just going to it was still possible to have police officers, but probably not. We weren't going to have that, but that got voted down. No, apparently people in Minneapolis said, you know what? We, we want the police department. We'd kind of like to like to have that. And we have, uh, the New Jersey governor's race at the time of this recording that has not been decided yet. And it's looking like they are finding more votes for Murphy as time goes. So good, good for governor Murphy, because you want that to. We want that to happen. And do we know if the trans non-binary candidate in Pennsylvania won? Tyler Titus, who won the Democratic primary in Erie County, uh, was up for election. And I don't know if the trans non-binary candidate in Erie County, Pennsylvania, won. We're going to have to check that out. And congratulations to the Atlanta Braves for winning the World Series. Now, again, remember I, we talked about it, man. It was nothing better than having the state of Texas and the state of Georgia competing for the World Series. Just a quick little up finger to Major League Baseball. And you know what finger I'm putting up. Oh, and we do have an update on Tyler Titus, okay, in Erie, Pennsylvania, the trans nine binary uh, candidate. Um, the, he was running against Brenton Davis, who claimed victory. But Tyler is not conceding until all the votes are counted. So he's out. Have a nice day, Tyler. Good luck. God bless. I mean, I guess maybe Tyler could maybe have a trunk full of tickets. I mean, voting applications in his trunk. But, you know, looks like he lost, so... Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. And then we had, and I, f I failed to mention the biggest one, uh, Terry McAuliffe 
Uh, bye-bye. Have a nice day. Uh, they did not want anything to do with him in Virginia. And they pulled out every gun they had to get with. I mean, literally, the only other gun left was the real one. And since the Clintons were involved, it's possible that could have happened. <laughs> no, stop it. It didn't happen. In Vir- stop it. That's what I'm saying. They pulled out every gun except the gun that, well, I don't know if Hillary brought one with her or not. I don't know. It's possible. Vote for McCarthy. Ooh. <laughs> that person looked like he was not going to vote for McCarthy, so we took care of it. No, it didn't happen. Stop it. But uh, we know that, yeah, what's his name? Youngton? Youngkin. I love him. He's a great. <laughs> He's better than, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Terry McAuliffe. What I call him, McCarthy? Same thing. Same guy. McAuliffe, McCarthy, eh. Youngkin, Youngston, whatever. They're just politicians. Oh, I know. I needed to. Uh, I needed to set the record straight. The other day, I talked about Kobe Bryant. Bye, Jeffy. <laughs> Is this enough? Am I interrupting you? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were recording. Lights on. We're recording, oh, babe. Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to work earlier, and then you yelled at me. So now I'm going to yell at you while you're trying to work. How are you, Jeffy? Fine. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Get out. Get the f- out. Okay. Oh, you're going to have to edit that? I wanted to apologize and set the record straight about the Kobe Bryant situation, okay? The other day, I talked about him and his estate getting a couple hundred million for his investment in 2014 of $6 million into the Body Armor Sports Drink. Uh, Well, Coca-Cola decided that very afternoon or the next day, the original story was like they were going to buy a a percentage of it, like 20% of of the Body Armor Company. Well, then they said, you know what? Uh, you know what we're just gonna buy it all we're, we'll just buy it all so the whole thing i mean coca-cola said yeah would you know what we're we're taking it all for um well the total was 5.6 billion dollars so the bryant estate is looking at uh, i don't know at least a half a billion maybe more from a six million dollar investment in 2014 now you can hate them you can hate capitalism if you want but that's a pretty good deal. And Kobe was a pretty smart guy. But I wanted to apologize because originally I said that the family was, you know, only going to get a small percentage of that deal. And which was true if that was the deal. But that ended up not being the deal. So, anyway, congratulations to Kobe and the family. I'm here if you get tired of not knowing what to do with the money. Do you think to yourself, We've got so much. We've, we've just got so much. We, we don't know what to do with it. Chewing the Fat, Jeff Fisher. Email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You know what? You can direct message me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR. You can direct message me on Instagram or Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio as well. And just let me know. Say, hey, Jeff, Kobe's estate here. We don't know what to do with this extra 50 million we've got laying around how about you take it and okay i will no problem i'm probably sure that's not going to happen 
I'm probably sure they're going to end up, I don't know, buying a place next to Jeff Bezos' new place. So I see where he's, they had a big story about him and his new yacht that uh, we all, well, I think we have all seen the pictures of uh, the Bezos yacht, which is really a ship. I mean, it's pretty incredible. But it's now reported that he purchased what's being called a massive Hawaiian compound. Now, to me, that would be, I don't know, an island. But, all right, whatever. Maybe he didn't buy the whole thing. But uh, the compound is only worth $78 million. I mean, good for him. And $78 million, It's like he whips out his wallet. How much is this thing? Can I give you cash today? I mean, it might have, the full price might have been, you know, $90 million. And Jeff opens up his wallet. All I got $78 million cash. Will that work? Sure, that, that'll be fine. No problem. So, uh, according to real estate records, the home known as the Carter Estate was last sold in 1996 for $4.2 million. That seems like a pretty steep incline. So maybe Jeff, I, I would think that Jeff is smarter than to let people know it was him that wanted the property. You know, you send somebody like, I don't know, me to go in and go, oh, just looking around uh, for this, uh, you know, Bill's investment group. And I was thinking about how much, uh, how much you offer this dump. And then, you know, it ends up being Bezos's place, but I guess not. So the original sale boasts 14.97 acres, oceanfront land. I mean, hello, it's an island. So if you're not getting oceanfront land on an island, what are you doing? Just working there? <laughs> the people that aren't on the ocean on an island, you're the workers. You're working at Jeff's house. Anyway, which is not a bad thing. I'm not judging. So um, it's uh, the land accompanied with two acres of a deeded cove that is part of the Pacific Ocean and the only private white sand beach on Maui. So, I mean, Jeff now, I guess, technically owns part of the ocean and part of a cove and a beach uh good luck walking along the beach on that man <laughs> oh you think oh that's beautiful over there let's go walk over there oh no honey no don't go down there that's a private beach kids kids but i can't get back here <laughs> <laughs> so the transaction i guess closed around 78 million so now i mean bezos apparently uh is like the most expensive residential purchase to happen on the island i guess somebody else spent 45 million on some dump but so it's not 78 million of jeff bezos money <laughs> so now he's got a cove to park the ship in and he's got the island he's got the island space and he's got the new girlfriend wife whatever she is and he's still fighting elon for ruler of space 
because he's pissed at spacex he sued him he's got the government to halt some of the payments to spacex and we talked yesterday about him launching uh internet satellites now uh sometime next year because he's trying to get in on the spacex internet satellite business because just because he's jealous of elon i want to do that i'm jeff bezos i can do that yes you can jeff yes you can all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately oh my gosh that is so good why didn't i know about this guy there's a story about a radio host here in texas right here in the dfw area william neal dot gallagher okay i mean the guy is going to prison why didn't i know him maybe i should just say wait why are we putting radio people in jail maybe that should be the angle but i just want to know why i didn't know him so he's going to jail he got a 30-year sentence and a 25-year sentence that are to run concurrently and he's 80 probably a life sentence you know you don't know he might have might be okay he might pull it out you never know but uh, apparently he was scamming his listeners and the, the phrase used was bilked elderly listeners out of millions of dollars so he, uh, he had a thing called gallagher financial group and uh, some people got on got on the stand and said we had to sell our homes we had to borrow money from our children we had to get part-time jobs that's his fault well yes he was kind of running a ponzi scheme and uh he uh he's like the fort worth uh, the fort worth uh what's his name bernie madoff yeah the fort worth madoff yeah that's what he is he's the fort worth madoff and plus i mean come on now Madoff spit at the few million that this guy took. Right? Come on. What was the total that he ended up with? He amassed thirty-two million in loss. Bernie Madoff, he was doing thirty-two million a day. Come on now. So he's pleaded guilty to charges in Dallas County. He's pleaded guilty now in Tarrant County. Those are all DFW counties. In fact, where this show originates either at the mercury studios or at the fisher compound uh, the trailer park uh is in one of those two counties so i mean i'm part of it. Well, that's why i'm so mad i didn't know this guy so he advertised on christian radio and he was on he was a host was he buying time on both those radio stations right it was he was buying time on one of the big stations uh monster station of one of you know classic station wbap 8 20 a.m uh here in dallas and uh and he was also working at uh, what was the what's the god station oh uh k double a m k double a m m k double a m what's the what's the numbers uh it's 770 770 K double A M. Okay, so he's on. I mean, it's it's fine radio station. I love them both. It's fine. Just leave me alone. But he would uh, promote his business in books. Okay, so 
what's wrong with him selling books i mean if he's selling books and you're investing in his companies through his books is that wrong i guess it is anyway he would uh in his books and on his you know radio shows I mean, he would always end all his radio ads and radio shows with see you in church on Sunday. <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, terrible, terrible. So his investment book, one of them was called Jesus Christ, Money Master. Think about it. Now you're investing with this guy. I might have even considered it. You know, if I had some money, which I don't. But Jesus Christ, money master. See you in church on Sunday. I I almost said I love this guy, and that would be wrong. I hate this guy. He's a criminal, bilking people out of money, bilking people out of their hard-earned money just so he could live a life of leisure. <laughs> Thank God he's in prison now. I'd like to talk to this guy, man. I should try to interview him. That would be a fascinating interview, just to hear Doc Gallagher's side of his Ponzi scheme, how he tried to help these people, how he tried to do things to better the betterment of these people's lives. Because Jesus Christ, if you read Jesus Christ, Money Master, you know, you know, the case. Now, some people would say that's really not what happened in the Bible. You know, if, if you want to start bogging people down with your whole Bible facts, fine. But Doc Gallagher has got a different view, okay? And if you want to know what that view is, well, we'll see you in church on Sunday. Okay, before I tell you some more good news, I'm going to tell you some sad news. I've got to throw in some sad news, okay? Um, Dole Fresh Vegetables. I know, I know the Dole Fresh Vegetables are recalling bags of their garden salad sold in in 10 states. Uh, A sample had tested positive for listeria. So, uh, yeah, it's only, look, it's just potentially a deadly infection. We've talked about listeria before. And no illnesses have been reported. Huh. No illnesses have been reported from a salad. Huh. Now, they were sold in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and Virginia. Holy cow. It was easier to name the states it wasn't sold in. Includes the 12-ounce bags of Kroger Classic Garden Salad. I don't know how. I mean, our, my refrigerator is full of the 12-ounce bag. Well, my refrigerator is full of the larger bags of the Kroger Classic Garden Salad. The 12 ounce is just too darn small. Maybe that's why nobody's gotten sick because everybody buys the bigger bags. I mean, you know, possible. Anyway, so if you get the Dole Kroger 12 ounce bag of classic garden salad, that's been a recall. And you need to go ahead and stop eating it immediately. If you haven't opened the bag, don't open it throw it away or return it obviously to the place of purchase and you know you know nobody wants listeria you can quote me on that but nobody wants listeria but if you get it really (coughs) 
I mean, you're going to have maybe, you know, a fever, maybe a headache, some stiffness, maybe some nausea, abdominal pain, diarrhea, but I don't think you're going to have, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were good. So quit your whining. Uh, I love those garden salads. Just leave it there. Just left it out there. Just leave. I love those garden salads. Oh, really? I do. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, remember to, if you can, I want to thank everyone who has donated to my fundraiser for our rescue. Uh, you can donate by, I have the link in my bios on my social media accounts, Twitter at JeffyJFR, Instagram and Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can, uh, the link there is for the fundraiser. I'm trying to raise some money for the people who have been rescued from human slavery and our our rescue does that and they do great work but it costs money to do that and it costs money to uh, take care of the survivors and i'm trying to raise at least enough for a year you know it takes six thousand dollars to pay for legal documents medical travel uh food water lodging transportation education vocational training for one year to get people, you know, reacclimated to real life outside of, you know, being a sex slave. So uh, I'm trying to raise money for that, and you can donate for that. And then I'm going to shave my head. To be honest, I cannot wait to shave my head. Uh, I'm going to do it November 19th on my Facebook and Instagram account. Uh, I know I was originally said, well, if I don't reach six thousand dollars then, you know, I'm not going to shave my head. But I am so sick of my hair, I can't stand it. This is the longest my hair has been since I can remember. I mean, it's got to go. It is driving me insane. I, every day I look at the mirror and I'm like, whew. And that doesn't have anything to do with my hair. And then I get to my hair. <laughs> I mean, just think of that. All right? I mean, you, once in a while you try to look in the mirror and at least you know think of something good right now i got nothing <laughs> that's like the old joke right with the the woman looking in the mirror and the husband's laying on the bed and the wife is looking in the mirror and she's standing there and she goes man i my arms are getting flabby i've got my thighs are getting flabby i just don't feel this don't feel nice. I need somebody to tell me something good about myself. Tell me something good about myself. Well, you still have your eyesight. As you know, no one supports marathons more than this show. Chewing the Fat is a big supporter of marathons. We know we've learned why they are 26.2 miles. We know the history there. 
and we know how important it is for people running in marathons what it means to them now we have a story about a marathon runner this tamara torlakson torlakson and uh, torlakson that's her name okay tamara torlakson okay she uh, is like a well-oiled machine and she was running in a race in 2018 and she said that uh you know before every race she has a bowel movement makes sense so that when every time you're competing for any kind of whatever athlete you are you know prior to the beginning of whatever sport you're competing in you usually are excited and your body's pumped up so you want to take care of you know your body prior to whatever athletic event you're participating in makes sense but she told the story of how she did that and then she started running and about halfway through the race she realized oh i need to go to the bathroom again what do you do you're in the middle of a marathon she's right now she knows in her head that she's achieving a personal record she is moving in this marathon she's she's becoming a legend in marathoning and you know that's when you think of marathoning you think of tamara torlikson i mean you just do but what do you do she doesn't want to stop you can't pull off and you know hit the outhouse hit the you know the plastic johnny because i mean then you're you just you know you now you're behind you can't make a pit stop while you're marathoning what is it, a race car nascar race no so she decided you know i'm just gonna go number two in my shorts and continue on the race now apparently nobody knew right no way no way you're running a marathon and you see how close those runners are i mean i i realize tamara is a legend in the marathoning business but i mean unless she's out in front with the kenyans i doubt it she's in the crowd she's in the pack right she may be setting a personal record but she's not up front with the kenyans going the wrong way this is not happening so look i thought you know is it possible to poop while i was running yep and uh i didn't want i didn't want one poop to mess it all up how many times have you said that in your life right i mean i'm right there with you tomorrow torlickson i didn't want one poop to mess it all up i am right there with you so without stopping she took care of business and you know she had to focus even more then well yeah duh (laughs) now her quote in here is that uh i don't think anyone noticed but i didn't give a crap she used the s word if they did obviously not but she did give a crap wait no she 
she did a crap she didn't give a crap that's a little difference okay whatever that's fine so she, apparently when she got to the end she yelled to her friends i put my pants now I, I find that hard to believe i mean you're tired you've just run what is it 26.2 miles and you really have you're doing a, your personal best you're setting a record and you're down to the end you see your friends and you yell i put my best no i'm sorry no i don't believe it but then she quickly went to the medical tent for baby wipes and cleaned up in a porta potty i mean yeah holy cow i mean you're talking about a rash and nastiness and I, you don't know i don't know if she was eating kroger salads i don't know what she was eating you don't know what happened um uh, there i that apparently they haven't posted any pictures i think we should go back and take a look at this uh you know at this race in uh, oha california perhaps there's some pictures of before and after tomorrow the legend before the legend after i mean do i want to see that yeah yeah i'll look i'll look there was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls the floor the ceiling and it stunk so bad no she didn't say that at all she said that it was in her pants and she said no one noticed or she didn't think anyone noticed but i mean wasn't as bad as that holy cow and she wasn't even as bad i mean she waited at least a few years we found out from what's his face you pooped your pants oh i pooped my pants but i mean you know uh we found out that i mean he was proud of it that was because he had a stomach he was promoting his weight loss from a stomach surgery and he was saying that he had to watch what he what he was eating and you have to when you have stomach surgery so i'm told and uh he ate something that he wasn't supposed to some chicken wing or something i think that was the full story when he was asked so you, you pooped your pants I, I put my pants i put my pants i mean he just left his dirty underwear in the white house bathroom that whole story is just agonizing that's all i know what are you gonna do with it what i was to carry it around with me yeah tamara did tamara just walked around with it at least <laughs> i mean it's kind of i mean maybe you open up the bathroom door in the white house Hey, can I see you for a second? I need a new trash bag. And so I got a, I got a, I made a mess, and I need a, a new trash bag. Can you throw this out for me? <laughs> oh, the Secret Service would be like, "No, nah, we got the cleaners will get it, bro." <laughs> hey. Did Barack leave? Cause I don't want him to. I don't want him to see this. Okay, but I. You pooped your pants. I, I I pooped my pants. So let's say you make a mess with your pants or your shirt or whatever, and you need to run out and buy some new clothes. I see the story and I kind of like it, but I don't know how it's going to work. So Ralph Lauren, love Ralph Lauren. Is it L- Lauren? 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 Whatever. I mean, I, I am fashion. So it's Ralph Lauren, okay? And he's been a, you know, cutting edge designer and you know, fashion Easter forever. And I love his clothes. He doesn't have uh a lot of fat guy 
Ralph Lauren clothes, which I really am bummed about because I like, I like polo clothes. I mean, I'm wearing, I love my polo socks, everything. I mean, I found a pair, but my favorite pair of polo socks was in a display at a store. And I made the guy take them out of the display. Because I was like, you got any more of those socks right there? Because I love them. Those polo socks are so comfortable. And uh, he goes, nah, we're all out. I haven't had them in a while. I said, well, how much are those? I don't know. I'll sell them to you for like five bucks. Okay. Get them out of the display. Took him 10 minutes to find the key to get into the display. Didn't even know where it was. That's how long that display was there. But I got some nice polo socks, man. Original cut. I know. Anyway, so what they're trying to do is they think that they're going to give a new, unique retail experience, which they believe is critical to apparel company. Okay, I'll give you that. All right, because they want, you know, their, that's their efforts to bring shoppers back post-pandemic. All right. So what, they're, what they want to do is they want to have your polo shirts dyed in store i don't know i don't know that i I mean the textile dyeing i believe and i could be wrong on this maybe it's different than what i'm used to dyeing shirts it's kind of a toxic process (laughs) and so they have you know there's i guess with the innovation with the technology i guess maybe we have a more eco-friendly dyeing process now but you know okay it's still a chemical intensive process right so are you gonna have you know aunt millie dipping her shirts into the purple dye and i mean come on now are you going to trust aunt millie to have it in there and hold it right it's gonna it just feels like it's gonna lower the polo quality i mean you know what you're getting you want you you have good a good product you i just feel like it's i don't know i just i feel like you're you're degrading the polo experience i miss ralph Lauren. do i want the ralph Lauren pink polo that's maybe a little darker pink than it should be because aunt millie kept it in too long or the pink was in the dye bottle too long or was not long enough. Yeah, my aunt's arms have been pink for three weeks after she bought me that shirt. I mean, I don't, I don't know. And don't look at me like, ooh, you're wearing a pink shirt. Hello? It's Ralph Lauren. Anyway. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, it just seems like on top. And then there's another thing: when you dye clothes, D I E. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure you use a lot of water. So, with California drying up, are these stores not going to be available? I mean, they're telling people they can't water their lawns. Farmers are shutting down fields because they can't get enough water. And we're going to be okay with having Aunt Millie push her blue shirt into the dye at the store. 
I don't know. The whole color on demand thing? No. I kind of like the idea of, and again, I know. I get it. I get it. It's a new world order. I got it. I can watch Pinterest TV now, and I can order my shirt while I'm watching Pinterest TV. I love it. I'm good with it. I just feel like the on-demand being able to walk in and dyeing my own Ralph Lauren shirt isn't the best plan. Maybe it's just me. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so tomorrow I'm going to do a little investigating, find out what is going on with this Alec Baldwin case. What's happening? I want to know how the investigation is going. I want to know where we're at. Because we, we ran into Alec last week coming out of a restaurant with the wife, and he told us that it was an ongoing investigation. And, you know, obviously it was an accident. He, he actually did. I know he's an actor. I got it. But he actually did seem remorseful. And we, I know they've seen, we've seen in pictures with the family and everything. So I, I believe that he's remorseful. We know Hollywood is trying to attempt now. Guns! We can't use guns! No guns in movies anymore! Okay. that That's a good idea. And then I saw his daughter who was out <laughs> uh, Ireland, and she's the one that he hollered at, right? She, she was the the fat pig, right? Ireland was. I know it was a long time ago, but she was, she was the one. Well, she got slammed because she dressed up in an outfit oozing fake blood like she was shot, and the boyfriend or hubby had the same thing on. Uh, you know, it's supposed to be, I guess, tone deaf. And it might be a, just a way to kind of say, hey, Dad, happy Halloween. <laughs> I love that. Tone deaf or not, that's awesome on her part. Call me a fat pig again, you know, 10 years ago. Do that. So, and then we had the lady uh, that pulled a gun on a kid trick-or-treating. Now, that's, that's some serious business, people coming to your house, man. And you pull a gun on them. So apparently, this was here. In Te- this was here in Texas. I mean, where else are you going to pull a gun on somebody? But in this great state of Texas, maybe there should be some better. I'm all for anybody having a gun. I don't care if you have a gun or not, and I don't care if you carry it. Be carried out in the open. Let me see it. But you probably should have some kind of training, right? You kind of have some kind of training. So apparently, this. Uh, <laughs> this trick-or-treater comes up trick-or-treat and uh i was just in shock it was halloween there are kids everywhere how could somebody just come out with a weapon and scare these kids well it is halloween right so i mean she didn't just come out and say trick-or-treat i mean she wasn't shooting kids although i mean it could have happened thankfully no child was hurt and police quickly rushed into this normally quiet neighborhood 
because, I mean, there were some police that had their guns already drawn. Okay. I mean, I know that they have to be safe. I get it. But maybe it was just a, you know, crazy trick-or-treat treat, trick, treat, trick. Or maybe it was just, you know, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. (laughs) That's what she's being charged with. So apparently she just didn't want people coming up and trick-or-treating at her house. Maybe you stay away from the house. I mean, I did have somebody come to my house after I shut the light off. I mean, we had tons of people at my house. My neighborhood, they were busting them in, man. I felt like they opened the border up. Coming to my neighborhood for Halloween. And... I mean, at one point, I'm out of candy. It's over. I mean, I'm, I'm done. I'm, not, I'm done. It's over. All right, I got to save some for me. Uh, my daughter hasn't come home yet with her stash, so I got to save some. And so I shut the light off. And not long, it was like five minutes later, trick or treat! I mean, if I'd have been this lady, could have happened. I opened the door. I was like, dude, the light's out. Light's out. Candy's over. I mean, you, thank you. You don't come up to the house. Get out. I'm not, I didn't, mystically, candy just didn't appear. The stuff I've got saved is for me. Get off my property. And then we had the lady who apparently accidentally fired her gun at a basketball game. Now, I mean, it wasn't. She didn't like, oh, my God, I can't believe you scored a basket. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Or, my son has got to play, coach. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was apparently her reaching into her purse. Oh, what did I do there? Let me give you my number. Oh, 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 gosh darn it. I'm so sorry. How <laughs> silly me. <laughs> uh, I was just, I was just reaching in to get my phone. I forgot I had my, oh, gosh darn it. Oh, it's a good thing I didn't hit anybody. <laughs> Shit is lucky she didn't hit anybody. I mean, even herself. All right, I mean, you're digging through your purse and, uh, you know, oh, what did I do with that? Oh, ow, 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 you end up shooting your phone. That's what happens. That's how people end up. That's how people hurt themselves. Okay, gun safety needs to be taught. That's for sure. All right. I know it's time to get out of here. I could yap for some more. I know it's a surprise, but I could yap for some more time. I want to be with you. So I tell you what, I'll leave you. Today is happy birthday to Dame Anna Wintour. Happy birthday, Anna Wintour. Fashion icon, born in 1949. Happy birthday. And I'll leave you with a Dame Anna Wintour quote today on Chewing the Fat, okay? The best way to make a dream come true is to wake up. What did I do with that phone? Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.